Super Talk Mississippi media production. Our SEC previews takes us to the defending national champions, the Alabama Crimson Tide. My friend Michael Casagrande from AL.com will join us now on the Welcome Home Beef Hotline. I, I think I was a year ahead of myself on the Bryce Young hype. I sort of saw last year as a, a Kelly Bryant, uh, Trevor Lawrence kind of situation, but Mac Jones proved me wrong. So was I right to think he's that good, though, that he could overtake that job? What, what are you expecting from Bryce uh, in his first year as a starter? Yeah, no, I think we were all um, – I was probably guilty a little bit of that myself, um, thinking that he might have been, um, you know, ready to overtake Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones had a big part in in not allowing that to happen. But yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting year for him. There's definitely, uh, I, I wouldn't say there's anyone breathing down his uh, his back of his neck at this point. He's he's going to be the starter. Um, he's clearly going to be the most. Uh, the most talented and the, the most qualified for the job this season. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how much they use him in the running game, knowing that there's maybe not as much depth behind him uh, ready to play. So um, I think that's part of what makes him good is his ability to move in the pocket, uh, scramble. Um, so we'll see how that works out for him. But I think you know, he's got the, the talent, he's got the instincts, and um, – I think it's the kind of thing that just kind of have to see how it it translates at this at this level in this game. So, um, curious to see how that works out. A running joke I always make is when I fill out my All SEC back and I just want to put Alabama running back, whoever it is. I, I just know that they're going to put up stats. It looks like the first guy in line is Brian Robinson, but I assume there's just a stable of guys behind him. Are, is Alabama going to be able? You know, I ask, are they going to be able to run the ball? I know that they are, but who's doing it for them? Yeah, no, Brian Robinson's definitely the guy who's been around the longest. Um, was the backup for Najee Harris the last you know, two years. He's always been kind of in that line of succession. Um, we see guys like Jason McClellan, uh, former five-star guy last year, um, step in there. Uh, Trey Sanders, curious to see how he can come back. Former number one running back, five-star guy. got hurt in a car accident last year, so... Um, yeah, you know, there's some there's some interesting depth there. That there's there is depth. Um, I'm curious to see who will be the true um, the true alpha, the true number one guy. I don't know if there will be uh, a Najee Harris type situation where they're getting, you know, because they had been for a while. They're trying to go by committee, uh, distribute the, the runs, the carries, and the last you know two years, Najee Harris really was the true number one. Yeah. There wasn't even a number two, uh, so it's going to probably be more of a, a by committee kind of situation. And then at receiver, you know, this is sort of the first year. I, I know John Mechie's name, but beyond that, I, it, it, there's no Rugs, there's no Devonte Smith, there's no Jerry Judy there. You know, I know again, I know that there's a, a fleet of talented guys there, but who are they? Yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's uh, the dynasty's over. They're out of. Uh, <laughs> Don't, don't get that quote on the air, Michael. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, I mean, the, the the freshman Hall is the the guy that got a lot of. Uh, I'm afraid to even try to pronounce his name yet. Uh, from the from the eight A game, uh, uh, talented, uh, athletic. There was a lot of uh, true freshmen. This would be a maybe not the same 2017 freshman class of of uh, incoming guys, but uh, a pretty high, highly rated group. Um, 
you know, it's it's not going to be the same name brand that everyone's going to know. So I think it's going to be who's going to be able to step it up. I mean, think Jaleel Billingsley at tight end is kind of one of those hybrid tight ends. It's not a um, a traditional tight end. It's very good in the passing game. I think he he flashed some of that last year, and people got an idea for what he can do in the passing game. So I I, I look for him to be uh, be a factor there as well. What does this offense look like with Bill O'Brien? Because a guy who's been in the pros the past few years, and I don't see his offense under that same sort of vein that Kiffin and Sarkeesian and how they ran it. What What is it going to look like? That's, that's a good question. I think he almost came here a year too late. It's bigger Bill O'Brien and Mac Jones uh, offense would probably fit in pretty well. But it's that's a you know another good question because yeah, you know, the, the personnel. Changes quite a bit from from last year. The quarterback style changes quite a bit from where you had Mac Jones to Bryce Young. So I think you know there are a lot of things. I'm just as curious as you are, and I think a lot of people are as well because you know just just being away from things, being away from practices, seeing how things are run, the the way things you know flow. And not that we saw everything, we saw very little, but being able to see just some of the just the feel of practice, I think, will be something that. I'm curious to get back to seeing again this fall, this summer. Yeah, me and you both on that. I feel like there's, you know, there's a lot of unknowns for Alabama offensively, and they'll answer those questions because they're just talented. Defensively, I feel like obviously they're talented, but I feel like they, I know a lot more about them. This should be, yeah, it's the old days, you know, the 2011, 2012 Alabama defense. Those mm-hmm. days are probably gone, just oh, because yeah. of the nature of the sport now. But this should be a really good Alabama defense. Yeah, I know it's, it means a complete flip opposite of last year where the defense was going to be seen as a liability and at times it was for sure and the offense was just a juggernaut and I think there's not that it's going to be an exact mirror opposite where the defense is going to be dominant but I think there's a lot more a lot I mean clearly a lot more guys coming back a lot more of the experienced talented players coming back on the defensive side so I don't I think the anxiety level is not as uh high the defense this year. Who are the guys there, you know, especially in the secondary? Because secondary, for whatever reason, and Nick Saban's a secondary guy, and they constantly put guys in the NFL at the, in those positions, but it's always perceived as the weakest part of this of this defense. For, I don't, for reasons I can't fathom. You know, who are the guys back there in the back half of the defense that will be making plays? Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's kind of those are the guys that you see. It's the ones, uh, they're the guys who are chasing down the receiver after they catch the the long pass, so it's easy. They're the guys easy to point to uh, when there's when something does break down. But I think uh, guys like Josh Job, uh, he's going to be a very—he's the most experienced cornerback back there. Um, uh, Malachi Moore is coming back after a big uh, true freshman season as the the nickelback, the star. Jordan Battle at, at, at safety, um, guys like that. I, the, Kool-Aid McKinstry is going to be the interesting. Best name uh, in college football right there. Exactly, yeah. It's a good name. Not as, not as a given name. More of a no, nickname. but it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. As a cornerback, five-star um, kind of has that prototype of what what they look for. And um, five-star guy out of Pinson Valley out of here, Birmingham area. So, um, you know, I'm not sure if it's this season or, or next season, but he's a, he's a guy for the future stock. Um, seems to have a lot of, you know, good things for him coming out of spring. Had a pick in the spring game, so um, yeah, I think they had a reload. I think there's a lot of 
young talent in the secondary, and we kind of see how that shakes out. If I give you Alabama or the field to win the national championship this year, which hmm. way are you going? I'd have to take a better look at the field. I need to start reading some more of these preseason magazines coming off vacation to see what <laughs> what Clemson has um, with you know Ohio State with some of these you know, some of these uh, top with having a, a quarterback class that came out into the draft this past year. Um, you never know what, what's what's behind them and how they're going to perform when the when the lights come on. So I think you know I'm curious as anyone to see what a uh, a close to normal football season could feel like um, this fall. So it's, uh, I mean, it's, I don't know. I'm going to give you a non-answer. So I don't want it to be the homer that says, of course, you got to take Alabama, and I can't be the guy who's going to uh, look down on it. But I think it's going to be fun. It's always going to be interesting. Let's do a, a question about Alabama, but not about so much about the season. Let's talk NIL for just a second, because you know, obviously, people see NIL and they think, "Well, gosh, the guys at Alabama sort of have an inherent advantage. They're the best players, play on the best team with the most, the most publicity." You know, what 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 has Saban said about NIL? You know, does he does he in favor of it? Is he is he against it? And then, how do you see that sort of playing out for Alabama's players, who I think you know are some of the most recognizable in college football? It's a whole. It's an interesting dynamic. I mean, I, Saban hasn't said a whole lot. I think I don't know if you're going to see any coaches going to be opposed to it as the uh, not going to work out well for them on the recruiting trail. I thought, thought Dabo said he was going to quit if this happened. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I don't think I, don't, I haven't seen the pink slip yet. <laughs> I haven't seen resignation. I don't think he's going anywhere. I, you know. These guys aren't, gonna, but it's it's kind of interesting. But the you know the bigger programs, the bigger names, you know, I, media markets I think play into this as well. And you see the the news from the University of Miami and the way you know there's there's a lot of uh, money in, in certain markets, certain cities um, where Tuscaloosa, Alabama might not have the same you know financial power as a city like Miami. So I think there's so many unknowns with this with how it's all going to work out in, in reality. Um, what's, what are going to be the, the limits uh, of what, how far it can be taken? So I, I think they're all still figuring it out. Um, I was out for the first five days of NIL madness, so still catching up on everything. I, I know my Bryce Young had one national endorsement, um, but I, as far as I can tell, the college football world has not been turned on its head, and they're still going to play games this fall, and I think fans will still show up and watch. So, um, so far, the, the you know the world hasn't ended in terms of the NIL fallout. I, I'm not entirely sure he pronounced his last name, but if Alexander Shunara and his unlimited <laughs> budget are have some Alabama football players yeah. on those billboards with him, I'll be really, really surprised. Just, yeah. So. Yeah. Michael Casagrande, man, thanks always for, for joining me from AL.com. We'll see him uh, in a couple weeks at SEC Media Days. Can't wait. It's always a pleasure. A Super Talk Mississippi yeah. media production.